everybody. This is Alan Fine for Virtual Roadshows, how, to, how top destinations around the world are selling adventure travel. You're going to get a chance to talk to two destinations that you never really get to talk to very often. That's Korchula in Croatia and Denmark. So let me introduce to you Mete Hansen, Program Manager, Leisure Tourism for Visit Denmark, and Miljana Borovic. Did I get it? Yes. You're, you're being kind. Yes. But anyway, she's the managing director for Korchula's Tourist Board. So let's get right into talking about both destinations. Uh, maybe start with Korchula. Uh, tell us about Korchula in general terms, and then we'll get more specific. I'll actually start with Croatia. So, as you know, Croatia is uh, situated at the south part of Europe and is a part of the European, uh, European Union and as of last year, part of the Schengen zone, which makes it much easier to travel. Uh, and Kocla is an island uh, at the very south of Croatia, part of Dubrovnik Neretva County, very close to the town of Dubrovnik, which I believe everybody knows by the Game of Thrones. So um, it's very sunny, uh, very beautiful weather destination, which uh, we hope to, to be living year-round. And Kocula um, has been uh, around for about since the 13th century. So what you can see when you get to the island is a spectacular culture. A uh, spectacular uh, old town, and then the rest of the island, which is really uh, full of beautiful, um, beautiful sceneries, the sea, the forests, and so on and so forth. Let's leave something for later. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was hoping we would do. Now, Denmark. Other than the fact that uh, Hamlet took place there, tell us more. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Denmark is the smallest and southernmost of the Scandinavian countries. And being southernmost, what most people don't know is that we actually have a pretty mild climate. So the winters don't get that harsh. We do get an occasional snowstorm, but some years it doesn't even snow. And the summers are also very mild um, and you can go sea bathing. So a lot of people don't think about that when they think Scandinavia. But uh, because we are that far south, that's, um, mm -hmm. that's the climate that we have. We are famous for our royal and Viking history, which are very rich and can be explored all over Denmark. We have very livable cities. We're famous for our happiness, our biking culture, and our hygge, which is our um, immersion of uh, coziness into everything that we do, uh, both indoors and outdoors. We have a very big gastronomy scene, and then we're famous for our architecture and design. And finally, I just want to mention that we call ourselves the land of everyday wonder because we have this sugar embracing of everything. So we find wonder in everything that we do. Um, and being such a small country that we are, where it only takes five hours to drive from one end to the other, there is just wonders waiting to be discovered throughout the country. All right. Well, we'll go over them, I hope. So yes. let's talk about how your destinations cater to the adventure traveler. Let's start with uh, Denmark. Yeah, so Denmark is mostly catered towards the soft, uh, soft adventure travelers, where you look for more um, adventures, where you immerse yourself into the local culture. So whether you want to go biking with a local chef in Copenhagen, where he has his kitchen on the bike uh, and cooks for you along the way, or maybe you go oyster safari in a UNESCO park. 
Um, so these more local experience where you really get to meet um, the Danes. Uh, and then we have some bit more sporty adventures such as tree climbing, kayaking, and we have more than 4,500 miles of white sandy beaches. So a lot of coastline, which you also see here behind me. So we have high wind uh, and surf surfing, um, a lot of coastal um, adventures to be had. Yeah. And so uh, for Kortsala, what's the, um, how did, how do you cater to adventure travelers? Uh, well, for many years, Croatia was perceived as a country where you just go uh, and lay on the beach day long uh, with a change of the, well, it's not bad at all, at all but still, <laughs> but with the change of climate, obviously it's getting a bit too hot July and August and uh, uh, realizing that the, the, the spectacular nature that we have, very untouched nature and beautiful beaches, um, wild and uh, hidden coast can be used for something else rather than lying around the beach all day long. We have decided to start uh, developing the adventure tourism, mainly focusing on uh, cycling, hiking, um, but as well uh, kayaking, windsurfing, um, all kinds of uh, different um, sea sports including diving, scuba diving, and, and all the rest. Uh, given that the island is very much uh, agricultural island as well, they have a high production of uh, indigenous wines and olive oil. We decided to join uh, these adventure uh, experiences with the gastro, you know, gastro experiences. So while you're cycling around, you can actually visit wineries, you can visit uh, local taverns where really you still can uh, have tomato directly for the garden uh, into your, onto your table. So uh, we are trying to really do 106, 365 days of tourism, really thanks to this uh, uh, great climate that we have, that really in the winter is about 20 degrees Celsius, which, is, which allows you to be outdoorsy as much as you want uh, and as much as possible. Um, obviously, we use this heritage, cultural heritage that we have been blessed with, um, thanks to our ancestors. And um, so again, while uh, utilizing all these adventure activities, you can still uh, visit the, the um, different heritage sites. And, uh, and then we um, try to explain to everybody that you can always be a Marco Polo while, we, while you're on the island. So as he was exploring the, um, uh, exploring all these countries on the way to China, you can do that uh, while exploring well. the island as well. So um, it's- Why are you targeting the adventure market? Just how lucrative is the market or do you project the market to be? Uh, oh, and who? <laughs> let's go with. Uh, <laughs> let's go with uh, the the. Who wants to answer first? I can go ahead. Okay. Um, so I think for us, uh, for Denmark, we have kind of been in the shadow of our neighbors, which is so big in adventure travel. We have uh, Norway, Iceland, Sweden, all around us, and they're so doing so well in adventure yeah. travel. We've kind of been. In the shadow, but in that way, we're also a bit under the radar, which means that there are so many opportunities to discover new experiences in Denmark. 
Um, and for if you have clients who want to discover something, do something that not everybody else is doing, then Denmark is the perfect way to go and um, have some adventures. Um, so in that sense, it's very lucrative because there's so such a great potential for growth. And that's also why Denmark is perfect for travel trade because a lot of the the suppliers in Denmark are not really at the moment catering so much to international uh, tourists. They just cater to the local people. So they need travel advisors. Um, if you're traveling to Denmark, you would need a travel advisor to know these places because you can't just Google it or book it through an OTA. Well, so by the end, we'll make sure to give them information on how to know it better. Uh, yes. And and Korchula, the same question. Uh, what do you do? You are you already seeing that it's lucrative, or do you project it? Um, well, basically, we can almost relate to what uh, Meta said. Uh, uh, the um, the country itself was always uh, in the shadow of these traditionally strong Mediterranean countries uh, like Italy, Greece, Spain, France, and so on and so forth. Um, now we are, we are seeing many of um, uh, French and Italian, uh, the US uh, travelers, British travelers coming to to Croatia and discovering Croatia and with that, obviously, uh, Kortula. Um, in addition to that, I, I, I think um, what my colleague said that uh, and the local people are discovering new new ways to attract the tourists but also it always always relates to their own uh, interests and then as interest of local people and creation people are turning towards the active tourism that's how they project it in their businesses um i would i believe that in in past few years we have seen uh, uh, an increase in um, in the development of active tourism and the increase in uh, tourists that are interested in hiking cycling and so on and so forth but uh, at this moment in time we are still in uh, in a position that we uh, have to work very hard um, and that's why we are here today to uh, to um, get our destination known as an active tourism uh, destination. Uh, and that, that's not an ad only destination for two summer months, but really destination for the 12 months uh, a year. What I love about this is travel advisors are always looking for something new for their clients. And and as you both said, you're the next logical progression and it's, and it's almost virgin territory to the, uh, um, the North American guest. So I'm glad we're doing this. Um, let's continue. And, and let me ask you, what are the top places within your destination for adventure travel? Uh, uh, Korchula, let's start with you. Well, Kortula is a very small uh, island compared to some other larger islands, not only in Croatia, but, but worldwide. We're only 50 kilometers long, so basically the whole island is uh, one very attractive, attractive destination. Obviously, uh, the town of Kortula is always the most attractive because of its uh, cultural heritage and because of uh, the gastronomy and all the rest. But the rest of the island is really uh, ideal for the um, for the adventure uh, as adventure destination but on uh, when we when you look at at Kortula, you always have to look a little bit further uh, to, to Dubrovnik and to other uh, neighboring islands and peninsulas because uh, they uh, together make a perfect destination where you can uh, within one 
within four to five minutes get to National Park and explore the National Park, or just across the channel in 15 minutes uh, boat ride, and then explore another uh, very interesting destination of Peninsula Pelechets, which is really famous for its red wine and famous for the oysters and mussel farms. And it's also, as well as Kochla, and together with Kochla, developing uh, both hiking and cycling, uh, rock climbing, uh, mountain climbing. So uh, that's why I say you cannot, you will, you should not always concentrate on one um, one loc location within destination, but really wider. And uh, for Denmark, it's also benefits from the fact that it's not extremely large. Um, and what are the uh, top places for adventure travel there? Yeah. So similarly, it's it's difficult to choose out specific places when it, it is the size that it is. But um, I want to highlight uh, at least one place that is uh, the island of Bonholm. So Denmark is known for being very flat, but we have this island in the Baltic Sea, which is kind of on the other side of Sweden. So pretty far away, but it is part of Denmark. And this uh, rocky, stony island is actually a place where you can go rock climbing. So a lot of people wouldn't know that that's something uh, that you could actually do in Denmark, but that's a possibility. Um, and they also do have some really great trips where you can either hike, bike, or kayak all the way around the island. And it's a really um, an island with a strong culture, so it's a great place to go uh, and also immerse yourself into the local culture. Um, then we have the most northern tip of Denmark, which is uh, North Jutland. Um, here you have locations such as Cold Hawaii, uh, which is actually where the photo behind me is. And yes, you can go surfing there. Um, I love to be able to surprise people a little bit. So rock climbing and surfing is stuff that you can do in Denmark. Um, you can also go oyster safaring in the Limpjord in North Jutland, uh, where you go on the seabed and you can pick up fresh oysters um, from the ocean and you can have a guide with you who can open a bottle of bubbly and you can enjoy that as you walk along. Um, and then, of course, I have to mention Copenhagen, our capital city is also a great place for uh, adventure travel. I already mentioned the bike, uh, the biking chef that we have. You can also go green kayaking in the harbor and discover the city from the, the waterfront. These kayaks um, are free to rent and they have a bucket in the middle. So you actually, the only payment that you do is that if you happen to see any trash in the harbor, you pick it up and that's your payment for renting the kayak. Um, and I also want to mention Copen Hill which is quite a fun, like it kind of brings in a lot of uh, Danish, um, some of the things that we're famous for with our architecture and sustainability, because we have a power waste plant that was built into a ski slope. Um, so you can actually go skiing in Denmark all year round. We have a ski slope and on the side of it, there's also a hiking trail and it also has the largest climbing wall in uh, Europe. So Very good. another fun fact, skiing, uh, rock climbing and surfing in Denmark, who knew? For a travel advisor to sell your destination, how many days would you recommend that uh, a, a, an average guest should spend? Let's start with Denmark. Well, it it really depends because there's so many different options. If they're if you have clients that are willing to actually go and explore Denmark and go out, I would say anywhere between five and ten days, uh, because. You, but a lot of people come and mainly stay in Copenhagen. And then I would say five days is enough and you can take some day trips outside of the capital city. But if you want to go out and explore more than uh, five to 10 days. So okay. you can actually, yeah. 
in and, five months. And for Korchla, what do you think? I would also say around five days um, for several reasons. Um, and it depends on their uh, particular interests. So if, uh, if uh, somebody wants to go, I don't know, hiking around the island, we have a few hundred, hundred kilometers of hiking routes. And recently we actually set up a 160 kilometer hiking route all around the island. And we connected it to um, Camino routes. Um, so basically you can do very pretty much similar as you would do it in Spain with all the stamps and uh, and uh, getting Capucellas and everything. So it's 100, 160, 160 kilometers around the island. That would take you about five to six days to walk. We also have a few hundred kilometers of cyclic routes. And the longest one would be, again, around the island of 180 kilometers. So if you really want to um, explore the island in that manner, you really would need uh, almost a week to uh, to visit. If you if you're not that uh, uh, that much of cycling and hiking enthusiast, and just want to hop around and uh, and do some mild exercises, then as I said earlier on, you can um, really spend uh, a few days on the island hiking, cycling. Um, windsurfing and so on and so forth. But then again, you can visit Mliet National Park, walk around the National Park. It's, it's, uh, it's a little bit of wonder because there is a little lake on the island, which is not, it's very unusual to have that. Or as I said earlier on, just across channel to peninsula of Pelishet, again, do some hiking and cycling and mountain climbing. What is very interesting in Kochla is that we have very beautiful archipelago ar 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 around the island. And uh, uh, really, the ideal way to, to travel around is actually rent a kayak and kayak from island to island. Uh, one has a stone quarry, the other one has a Franciscan monastery. So there are always things that you can go, all those things that you can visit. And uh, what's what uh, you, you everybody has to do on the island is do some serious wine tasting because we have over 40 wineries offering wine tasting across the island. Again, we're talking about 50 kilometer long island with so many wineries. So, I mean, you just absolutely have to do it. Um, and uh, along with the wineries and with the wi with wine, because actually you are walking through uh, vineyards and you're walking through olive groves, um, you just have to do some olive oil tasting. The olive oil is uh, has uh, EU uh, origin protection, so you can be sure that uh, it's the uh, best of the best. And then, um, and then, then the, the all this restaurant and gastro scene sort of involved from that. So, uh, in a tiny little town of three thousand people, we actually have a Michelin star restaurant a green Michelin star restaurant and man with the Michelin recommendation, just explain, explain how high a level of gastronomy we have. It's first of all, Mete, uh, Miliana, by asking her how long we should stay and came up with five days, all this other stuff came out. So I want to give you a chance to, on Denmark. <laughs> what else? Uh, and, and do you want to re revise your, uh, your, your amount of time you need to go to Denmark? <laughs> Well, I, I still think the amount of time is uh, fair to what I said before, but we do have 
Um, well, I do want to add that I think if you want to stay longer, it would usually be where you spend a, like maybe three or four days in Copenhagen, and then you travel out um, and see the rest of the the rest of the country. And then we actually uh, just to add because we keep uh, I want to keep surprising you guys. We also have wineries in Denmark. Um, ever since 2000, we have been a warm enough country to produce wine and. They produce wine to all of our Michelin starred restaurants, so it's very, very high quality wine as well. So just a, a little <laughs> insight there as well. Where should travel advisors find out about your destinations? Um, um, Korchula, is there a, a URL that they should be using, or and is there a specific portal for travel advisors? Well, obviously, we have uh, we have our website uh, as well as an island website, uh, where all this what I was telling you about is very clearly described with uh, an adi with additional information on the tourist agencies, on accommodation, um, even uh, even all this GPS data on uh, different routes and so on and so forth. And what's the URL? Visit Kotsla.eu. EU. Got it. Uh, and so we'll and as well, we have we have another website that covers whole island, uh, which is visit kortsjelleisland.com. Okay. Uh, and then for Denmark, where should travel advisors be looking? Yeah, well, for general information about uh, the country, we have our visitdenmark.com site where you can just go and get inspired by all the experiences you can have. But then at the top of that page, you can find a, a little thing saying travel professionals. If you go in there, you'll find all sorts of researches such as um, training, webinars. We have itineraries. We have a soft adventure itinerary, so you can see some more about the things I talked about. You are. You can also sign up for a newsletter where we try to keep people up to date with uh, new hotel openings and so on in Denmark. Um, and then I think a, res a resource I have to mention is us. As I said, the, um, the 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 suppliers in Denmark are not. They have maybe have websites in Danish and so on. So if you need us to open any doors for you, need connections to incoming agencies, you can always reach out, and we're happy to open the doors for you and put you in contact with the right people. And so that website where you, where that where they can do that is what. That would be reaching out to my email uh, or contacting us. We also have a contact email on the, the website that you find as soon as you go into the professional uh, travel professional site. Um, yeah. Okay. And so the other thing is that this could never possibly explain the destination properly in this short amount of time, but you have booths, right? And the people watching this hopefully will be excited to go actually meet with you and your folks, whoever's manning those booths. So I encourage everybody watching to do that. Well, I want to thank you both for uh, spending a little time with us and giving us a little taste of your destinations. Uh, I wish you both good luck. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report and Virtual Roadshows. Mm -hmm.